afternoon. I'm Franklin, and this is Berkeley Rocks. That's right. It's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and their effects on our daily lives. I'm Charles Lee. Coming up on today's show: trash cans, whiskey, and semen. And joining us this week are John and Martina talking about the travails of technology. Also, we'll find out where the longest cave is. So stay tuned for all of this, plus the Grokatron 5000 and the world-famous question of the week coming right up here on the Berkeley Rocks Science Show. Welcome back to Berkeley Rocks. I'm Frank Ling, and again, I guess that makes me Charles Lee, the voice of the world. Wow, you speak for us, huh? I'm trying to move up to the voice of the universe one day, but <laughs> we'll see what happens. I- I'm sure God would approve. <laughs> Well, I, I'm trying to move up to his position as well, but usually you have him to vacate the spot first.、Uh-huh. So I might be waiting a while. <laughs> Here's a question for you: Do you consider yourself a gracious loser or a sore loser? I consider myself a loser, <laughs> but for some reason I sense that this might have to do with the animal fact of the week. In fact, it does. Oh, <laughs> and today's animal is the macaque monkey. Oh, the macaque monkey! I love the macaque monkey. Turns out they could be real sore losers. <laughs> well, what kind of games are they competing in? So it turns out if there's a fight and they lose against their rival, what they'll do is they'll take it on one of the rival's weaker relatives. <laughs> so much like humans, really. <laughs> yes, petty, huh? A curse on all you and your family. So the most Like a monkey gene in us, or something. I think we're mostly monkeys, and a small proportion alien inbreeding. All right, so I I do have a real story, which is completely unrelated. Talking trash cans. I've noticed when I take the trash out, people seem to miss the trash can. So maybe they need some assistance. So it turns out in Berlin they actually have talking trash cans, and apparently they use it to communicate to、uh, the garbage man. But a more interesting development is in England now is that a lot of the RFID tags, radio frequency tags, in certain neighborhoods, and basically the trash cans now have the ability to tell you、uh, how much trash you put in it. Who it belongs to, and then when the、uh, trash people pick it up, they'll know exactly how much you put in. Oh, very cool! So a technology like this is now becoming more and more pervasive. Pretty soon, we're gonna have foods and packages from your grocery stores with these tags, and you know you can walk out and automatically charge your credit card, do all sorts of fun stuff, let you know all sorts of all sorts of、uh, useful stuff, I guess. Looks like my shoplifting days are over. <laughs> But if you switch the tags around, you know that's why you're brilliant. So we should expect more of this ID tagging, and this was re- interesting article in a technology.com. All right, I got your technology right here, buddy. What is it? Incense. I'm incensed. I'm incensed that you're incensed, especially <laughs> when people burn incense and candles indoors. Not good for your lungs and stuff, right?、Uh, apparently not.、A、recent study led by atmospheric scientist Steven Weber of the University of Duisburg, Essen in Essen, Germany, has studied the level of particulate matter released from the burning of candles and incense inside of churches.、Mm-hmm. And basically, he's found that the level of particulate matter 10 to 1 microns is almost nine times its background level when both incense and candles are burned. Which is quite a bit more, and certainly is enough to cause at least acute respiratory 
health problems. Oh, geez. You know, what would Jesus do? He doesn't breathe, I don't think. <laughs> At least not oxygen. I think he breathes argon. Argon? <laughs> That's how he's endowed with his powers. And he has blue flashes, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's amazing. So it was very fascinating. I mean, it was, a, it was work that was done by examining what goes on in a bunch of churches in the Netherlands. And they show that around the time when this was done was around Christmas time. So when most of the incense and candles were being burned, it was particularly deleterious. So what could be more godly than breathing in particulate matter that damages your health? Breathing in pieces of the blood of Christ. <laughs> Very fascinating work and something to think about next time you go to church. Hallelujah. Environmental Science and Technology was where this was published. So Charles, is blood thicker than whiskey? Uh, my blood. <laughs> So we, we know that water has a certain viscosity or stickiness, right? And it turns out if you have a wet glass on the table, sometimes it takes a little bit of a pull to actually uh, get it off. Mm. Well, it turns out if it was alcohol mixture or whiskey, it's actually even easier to pull it off. Because the uh, intermolecular tension is less, right? Right. Alcohol has lower surface tension. Yeah. But researchers have for the first time measured what these forces are, and what they've been able to describe thermodynamically is that when you have higher concentration of alcohol, there's a net entropy gain, and that's, that's why it drives the uh, ease of pulling the, uh, the glass from the table. That makes sense, because you're disordering any kind of lattice structure that might be existing with the, the water. Right. The more alcohol in the mixture, the easier it is to lift the glass. So this was actually published in Langmuir, and one of their conclusions is that it may have social implications, since... If it requires less energy to lift a glass of alcohol, that means more likely that the person will get drunk faster. I don't think uh, too many drunks are impeded by the inability to lift a glass. But <laughs> So, interesting work. All right, and finally, the outcomes of uh, alcohol use can be far-reaching, especially if you forget to use a condom. Well, is this our, our safe sex segment? Keeping the public safe, because we are the voice of safety, uh, of homeland alcohol, safety. Alcohol kills everything, right? Uh, it can. Well, so actually this is very important because uh, researchers have found that not using a condom may actually aggravate cases of cervical cancer. Really? So what, does the, um, the penis have germs that it imparts into the cervix? But it actually has to do with various hormones that are mixed in with the semen seminal fluids. Oh, okay. You know, prostaglandins and stuff like that. Exactly, huh? yeah. So apparently those type of things, prostaglandins, for example, promote blood vessel growth. And especially around cancerous cells, you don't want them to be getting a lot of blood and uh, oxygen. Right. So that's pretty much the finding. Okay. Uh, this was uh, work carried out by Henry Jarber's team at Medical Research Council's Human Reproductive Sciences Unit in Edinburgh, United Kingdom. Measured the amount of prostaglandins in uh, the seminal fluids, looked at what it did to the blood vessels, saw it was expanding the blood flow, and mm -hmm. guess it's not good for cervical cancer. I was wondering how you get volunteers to the, for these studies. Who wouldn't volunteer for a sex study, I think? <laughs> Very fascinating. We're published in a recent edition of Endocrinology. And that's all for a look at current developments in the world of science and technology this week. This is Berkeley Grox you're listening to here on 90.7 FM. In a few moments, Martina and John joins us to talk about the travails of modern technology. So stay right there.
Welcome back to Berkeley Grox, and we have two people from the street. Street team. The street team. <laughs> the Berkeley Grox street That's team. right. We're the people you see out there with helmets that look like brains. <laughs> <laughs> and these are Martina and John, who actually happen to be uh, radio personalities themselves. Those aren't our real names, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm no sort of personality. Yeah, All right, you're, let's you're talk poor. technology. I can see personality. Oh, yeah, but this is you. radio. Okay, so. but I guess uh-huh. today we're talking about what the travails of technology. Yeah, my travails in particular. Let's talk about me. What do you think is wrong? Why am I such a late adapter? Because you're too cheap. No, I think it's because... There's something Japanese in front of us, and that reminds me that Japanese people are early adapters because it's a cool thing to do. Yeah, but... They, they had cell phones way before we did, man. Yeah, because cell phones look cool stuff. and sound cool, and they, they're uh, advertised to as cool, and so they buy them. But they buy the stuff before it gets, you know, like tested and tried, and the stuff is really expensive, and it maybe doesn't work that well. But isn't that the whole point? If you buy it and everyone else buys it and then you you all start saying, yeah, but this sucks because it doesn't stay on for more than 30 seconds, then they'll correct the problem and then the next time it'll be better. All right, then I'm leaving it to all the Japanese people out there to like fix Bluetooth before I go get one. Okay, so you already have a dishwasher and a dryer. Yes, that I adapted to. Uh, and what's that I, bucket in the back of the I bathroom? It's uh-huh. not for uh, oh, awesome, a black and white TV, you know. No, it's not like I that. I want a black and white TV. I think that's really cool. It's like classic, man. It's like taking black and white pictures, except it's moving. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you can turn anything that you can watch on TV black and white. Wow, by by buying a black and white TV. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about a little different about edible technology. Um, vitamins. Are you into the multivitamin craze? No, no, I won't even take. Uh, I won't even take headache medicine when I really, really need it. Really, I just can't. I just can't see myself had, yeah. popping any sort of pill, whether it's a legitimate pill or a vitamin or an herbal supplement or, or birth control. Okay, sure. <laughs> sure. You don't you take just... birth control where it, it's supposed to go. Oh, you, you're supposed to put it somewhere. <laughs> different kind of birth control. Oh, oh, okay, okay. That's that's more of a yeah. Anyway, we were just having this conversation about how, like, when little kids are medicated, like, uh, when they are under drugs for being hyper or being tense or whatever, then they start thinking, like, I had experiences with someone's someone's cousin, and where they started thinking that there's something wrong with them because they know that it's, like, their time to take their medicine. Mm -hmm. And so they say, yeah, I'm taking medicine because there's something wrong with me. And they, when they get older, they start explaining what's wrong with them. But it's kind of like reinforcing that there's something wrong with them because they're taking drugs for it. So there must be something wrong with them. It's it's uh, pretty sad. Yeah. Well, you know, I think in spite of the world being kind of wrong, I'm still okay. <laughs> Are you on medication? Uh, oh, see, you're not Ritalin? on medication. Professor, you're on Ritalin, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I was. I don't know. <laughs> but I'll bet nothing. you you were. I guess it takes a while and a little bit of education to figure out that there's nothing wrong with you, technically. Yeah. Yeah. A bunch the, of chemicals. The over-medication of America's kids is driving this society down the drain. Okay. The other I thing, though, is to, to be a medicated or overly medicated kid, your parents have to have money. Oh yeah, so must no. be a rich kid's disease. No, huh? you could have a, you could be a ward of the courts, a ward of the county, and well, that's really, really poor. So poor, you don't have parents. No, in the group home system, they're putting, they're, they're putting all sorts of kids on Ritalin diets, you know, because they all think all these kids have ADHD. Well, what, what the problem is, is they're poorly socialized in the home because they're in, thrown around from foster home to group home to foster home. 
Mm. There is something wrong with that, but it's not really medicatable. Yeah. It's more like... This is all getting into the social construct yes. of things. Right. Well, you know, chemicals are in that construct for some reason. Yes, truly. As one of my professors once said, you're putting a Band-Aid on something that needs surgery. <laughs> yeah, well... And if you've gone to SF State, you know who that professor... Well, maybe. Maybe you know who that professor is. <laughs> so, uh, what's new? Uh, what about uh, music players? Did you get the new Azune player? Is that... That's the... The three hundred dollar one. I've been to Best Buy like three times this Christmas season, holiday uh-huh. season, and yeah. So that's the one that's three hundred bucks. You get three hundred gigabytes or something. No, maybe thirty gigabytes, yeah. and then it's all videoable uh-huh. and and it's it has this big screen, like bigger than your screen on your right. cell it's phone. Right, it's supposed to be like the iPod killer. It right? is amazing. Really, but it's three hundred bucks. Why is it amazing? What does it do? That- it makes you drool just looking at it. Okay, three thirty does- gigabytes of space for all this stuff, and you can put your DNA on it's it. It's just, I guess, because yeah, I you can, can put my DNA on it. I can spit on it. <laughs> <laughs> That's I like, like your that guy that was making CDs with yogurt on them. And then, then they the yogurt dries, and then there's microorganisms locked into the CD, and then he plays them, and they make screeching like static sounds. You heard about that? That was like a year no. ago. No. Oh and then, my and God. then he said, "This is organic music because <laughs> it was like microorganisms grown on the CD." Martina probably doesn't like that because it's kind of dirty. <laughs> you know, all all I can think of is, I know so little about technology. Why am I on this show? Why am I on the street team? We need people we like need you regular to people educate us who know about to technology, tell us what's really going about on. what's wrong with not knowing about technology. I think that's just it. I don't know anything about it, and I'm wary of it. Do you think I'm a technophobe? Uh, I think you're I scared of uh, CDs with yogurt on them. I'm definitely scared of that, but I also think like I don't trust Bluetooth. Or I don't think... Do you think it'll give you cancer? No, I just don't think it works. Like, I'm afraid I'm going to plug it in my ear and be like, this is too staticky. I can't hear a thing. But I hate to be like, you know, like the the person that goes along with everything. But so many people, especially like in the financial district, have these things with lights on them sticking out of their ear. Don't you think they would be working or else... These people would all be like looking at them funny and like trying to. Yeah, press but they also look stupid because they're these big bulg- bulgy things with blue lights on them. And until it becomes this tiny and looks like a cute little stud earring, I'm not about to put one in my ear. That's a good point because you know, you in, look like a in dork. Japan they had camera phones first, right? But then all the lecherous guys started taking pictures up the skirts of girls on trains. So they had to build in that the uh, camera sound or a bell or something Mm -hmm. to make people know that somebody somewhere is taking a picture. So I think what what, uh, you're looking at is Bluetooth obviously looks like a headset because if it looked like a stud earring, then you'd really, really think that this person's like walking around talking to themselves and not on the phone. But mm-hmm. if you see this funny thing sticking out of their ear, you know. So it's kind of like that. Yeah, it still looks dumb to me. You know what it looks like? It looks like back in the 70s and 80s and Battlestar Galactica and uh-huh. Buck Rogers. Look cool when and they futuristic. had Yeah, it looks like it's trying to look cool and futuristic a la 1980s Buck Rogers. And I think that's the antithesis of cool and futuristic. <laughs> All right, well, it's time for the Grokatron 5000. You know what that is, right? Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my favorite part of the show. What do I win? What do I win? So I'm going to give you five subjects, and you have to link them up with the technology you think that resembles the most. 
All is right. this a paper test? It's Everyone, radio. Everybody it's wins. It's a radio paper test. Okay, shoot. All right, so number one, Michael Jackson. What piece of technology is he? Alien. <laughs> Alien DNA. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> well, by his nose, that's like not plastic surgery even, isn't it? Like, Isn't it like DNA growing or <laughs> something? Like silicon or something? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely medical technology, technology in there. technology is Michael? That medical technology. Next. All right. Subject okay, number two. Star Wars character Yoda. Ooh, definitely organic bacterium that, you know, like grow hair. Talks to you. Yeah. That grow hair. What? Yeah. He's not a he's not a creature, he's an organ like, organism. Yeah, like a single celled organism type. He's not single celled? Yeah, but he looks like one. He looks like what would happen if you had a glop of something in a petri dish and let it grow hair and start talking. He looks like someone that sat in a corner for 80 years before he started talking, and now he's like 100,000 years old. Hey, all I'm saying is he looks like a mound of mush in a a Petri dish gone awry. Gone like, you know, uh, athletic. But in a sense, aren't we all? Clearly. (laughs) You're such a philosopher. I'm not athletic. (laughs) Yeah. Well, compared to being in a Petri dish. (laughs) (laughs) All right, subject number three. Tycoon and mogul and technologist Bill Gates. Hmm. Does he own Nike? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> oh, not yet. But he owns the stadium in which they play in. Oh. Oh yeah, that guy. Bill you Gates. know what? He's like He's like if Ken Kesey had to do a report on how how even the most unattractive representatives of society get some that would be that would be what his report would be based on. Hmm. He would have to find the most unattractive yet still desirable people in society to study. I don't know if that's technology so much as just research. <laughs> I don't think at this point Bill Gates looks really bad because he's such a geek. I think it's his point to look kind of bad. It's like if he all of a sudden, because he has so much money, if he all of a sudden, not even plastic surgery, just got one of those guys that did like a like a makeover. <laughs> <gasps> he, he would look a lot better, but he wouldn't look like a geek. And I think looking like a geek is what drives him in society. Hmm. People see him and go, there goes that biggest geek yeah, who's like, worth the most money ever, you know? And he doesn't need to care. He I doesn't. saw a book about um, Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis, and mm-hmm. this dude, um, was it Onassis? The, the Onassis guy. Uh-huh. And he's one of those old school, like, millionaires because he is, you know? Yeah. It's like, what does he own? I don't know, but he's a millionaire. Well, what does he do? You know, does he, did he create something or invent something? Bill Gates is like the total opposite. He, like, made himself into this gazillionaire. And you know exactly how he did it, you know? So it's kind of admirable in a weird, sick way. But when you see the geek face, you know what that's all about, you know? Of course. And uh, subject number four... <laughs> California Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, definitely protein drinks. Protein drinks? Yeah, when I see that man, I think protein drinks. Like, you know those GNC big giant tubs of powder you can buy at the General Nutrition Center? That's what I think Who was that that said, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger's face looks like a building? Who was that? Somebody said that. I don't know. It might have been a German friend we met yeah, in Vietnam when we huh. went to visit and they were visiting from Germany and they said, your governor's face, it looks like a big skyscraper building. And I was like, oh, I guess you have a point there. I never thought of it that way. 
Yeah. So you don't think he's cyborg technology from the future? He could be. I mean, I saw Terminator and Terminator 2. Those were... Nah. Those were a hell of a He's definitely flesh. Flesh? That's a great movie, though. No, I must go to... Hair (laughs) grown for the cyborgs. That was pretty (laughs) Man, my favorite was Kindergarten Cough. (laughs) It's not a tumor. (laughs) It's not a tumor. Somehow, I think because of our ages, too, because we were younger, but those movies were great. Yeah. Kindergarten Cop and the one where he's twins with Danny DeVito and Ooh, which was filmed here on the Cal campus. What? Did you know that? I my did not freshman know that. year Danny at DeVito Cal. went to Cal? No, my they <laughs> it was filmed here on campus. It was my freshman year at Cal and in May when it was like finals week and all this. It was crazy around here. They like had a bunch of the, the campus like sectioned off and cut off from from foot traffic because they were filming. Were they filming scenes. on the campus yeah, because they were, it was the campus? No, they were filming on, well, apparently they just, were researchers in some university. I don't know that they use oh. the Cal name, but it was definitely a, uh, uh, they were using the University the of California. Yeah. At Davis. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's not Berkeley? No. That's, that's, that's the Sather gay right there. It's Davis. It's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, twins was a was okay. A that's really thing. bad. You don't have to use that. But. Of course, I will. <laughs> uh, and finally, yeah. subject number five: the president of the United States, George W. Bush. Oh, what technology does he resemble? Mad magazine babies. technology. <laughs> oh, he's that kid from the uh, front yeah. cover, right? Kind of dorky. Test two technology. Test two babies. You know, you know. Okay, so like, like in Vietnam, the kids. Of the people that got like sprayed with whatever like defoliage uh-huh. chemical and the stuff, Orange. the the children were the ones that came out messed up, right? Right. George Bush's George Bush Senior was 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 he was a pilot in the Navy or Air Force, that was right? In World War Two. I don't know if it was a test pilot, but yeah. maybe he was exposed to something, you know. And then his kid comes out kind of funky. <laughs> it's because of what he was exposed to. That's possible. I think I think that's. That's what war technology or war fallout technology? Collateral well, damage. Collateral yeah, damage. military technology. Bad genes passed on. The greatest biological weapon ever created. Huh? <laughs> George Bush. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> That's brilliant. If we can screw up these people's kids, then maybe their president will be screwed up, and we can screw the country over. Dude, that was a weapon of mass destruction. George W. is a weapon of mass destruction. I swear. I'm sorry to steal your thunder, because that was a pretty good statement. You can repeat it if you want it clearly on the... I cut people off so much. I'm so jumpy. But anyway, the... What's the guy? Colin Powell presenting his case to whoever they're presenting to. The United Nations. I'm so good at (laughs) politics, but... Yeah, and then he's like, see right here is clearly their missile silos, and this is some kind of vehicle to transport the missiles. Like, what the hell are we looking at? Those are circles, and that's a little rectangle. How do you know, you know? Like your video game, right? And the next day, or that day, they're like, yeah, this is this sounds really fake. And everyone else, like the what, United Nations, was like, wow, that's so cool, and well, that looks real, and... and we I don't totally. think anybody in the UN speaks like that. Well, see, I think that guy Kofi 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 Annan. Yeah. See, I think he's he has more integrity than a lot of people give him credit for, but the the other people, I'm not I haven't seen their faces, so I can't tell. You hmm. what did you say you you can you can see personality? What? Me? You can see technology. What 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 are you saying about you? 
uh, that no, you could see tech. Uh, you could see technology. I can see technology or well, see personality. Us, I guess. Oh yeah, you said earlier that you can see. Yeah, I can see integrity. Kofi okay. Annan looks pretty. In- you went. You went all the way around just to say that. That you can see. Kofi no, Annan's I'm just saying George Bush oh. doesn't have integrity. I, right, I can well, see it. He okay. seemed like a really nice guy, though. Well, I'm sure. You know. We are in Vietnam, and. Um, he that, seems that, like a really nice guy. You yeah, know what? The Asian, I think the Asian, president uh, of the United States needs to be more than a nice guy. Well, yeah. He needs to have ethics. Hey. He needs to uh, be articulate. Hey. Hey, <laughs> hey. But in a strange, bizarro world, say Bill Gates was George Bush. Say George Bush owned Microsoft. Wouldn't he come off as a really nice guy? And you'd almost want to buy his products just because he was a nice guy. No, he wouldn't. Really joking around. <laughs> yeah, that, that that thing over there, it, it makes uh, it makes your computer faster. And it's like, yeah, that, that sounds kind of cool. <laughs> no. In a bizarre world, he wouldn't have had the brains to put that on. Yeah, I guess you're right. In a bizarre world, he would never be rich off his genius. Yeah, off yeah. his inventiveness. Yeah, we almost almost. We left the day that he was flying in to Vietnam, and I was I was posing the question to my friend here about if you had the chance to run into him, say at like like the hot dog stand or something, and he's like, "Oh, you guys are American, you're not Chinese." Then you know what would you say to him? And I would be really happy to get that moment. I'd say, "Hey, you know, hook him horns," and he'd be like, "Yeah, hook him horns." And and my friend said no, I would not even want to meet him or see him. It'd make me sick. But he's a he's a human just like you and me and 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 Frank. Okay, that's a very strange thought to end with. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting that. Let's kill the mic quick. All right. Well, I don't I, I know I, what that has to do with technology. Okay. George Bush is human technology. Biological. Biological technology. He's a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> well, Martina, John, thanks so much. This has been The Guys from the Street. Woo! And those were indeed The Guys from the Street, Martina and John. In a few moments, the question of the week, so stay right there. Here with the, the answer to last week's question of the week. Where's the longest cave in the world? Well, it's almost down here in the south. It's actually yeah, next door in Kentucky, uh, home of the Great Whiskey. So we can forgive them for not being in the south. And it turns out if the third and fourth longest caves are also in the U.S., uh, up there in South Dakota. It's the smell of it, Mr. Anderson, so you've tried to escape the matrix of prostaglandins. 
Not so easy, is it? Well, if you know what they are, email us, grox at hotmail.com. You won't win anything, but you just might free your vessels. And that's all for this week's edition of Berkeley Grox. Make sure you tune in next week for more from the world of science and technology. If you'd like to contact us here at Berkeley Grox, you can email us at grox at hotmail.com. For Berkeley Grox, I'm Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. Make sure you also see us on the web at www.grox.net. Have a great afternoon and stay tuned for more music. Music.